to Biz Design Queen's podcast. I am your host, Catherine Goose, along with Christy Wong, owners of Homely Creatures and co-founders of Biz Design Queen's. We chat about how job sharing led us to success and tips and tricks on how you can use job sharing personally and as a business owner. Plus, occasionally, we'll drop some humorous parenting chit-chat. We take a collaborative approach to helping you design your business and your life to empower you to be and do what you want. Hey everyone and welcome to our first ever podcast. We're super excited to be here with you today and we're going to kick off with some exciting about us stuff so you can get a little insight into Catherine and I. Hey everyone, I'm Catherine. So... I am a country girl. I grew up in central Queensland a, on a farm outside of a small town, very small, called Thangool. Um, for those that have never heard of this place, it's near Biloela, <laughs> which if you haven't heard of this place, is um, just inland from Gladstone, so just off the coast. It's a small, yeah, farming, mining town and in my early 20s I relocated to Brisbane um, which I've been here ever since. Feels like a few years ago but it it really was was only a few years ago. (laughs) Almost coming up to 20 believe it or not showing my age. So I relocated with my well I might have chased my boyfriend at the time uh my husband Chris now we were really great friends during high school and yeah hooked up after high school so it's a bit of a love story I was gonna say that's a high school sweetheart love story Catherine yeah yeah and he he came to Brisbane to get into the motorsport world so he works for a supercars team Red Bull Holden Racing Australia And then later on, quite a few years later, uh, maybe 12 years, we had um, our son Jack, who is now three and a half years old. So yeah, um, my background, I started in the tourism industry, believe it or not, when things were awesome. Uh, And I guess with Ansett Airlines and the GFC and everything, the the travel industry basically died. So I jumped ship and moved into a completely different industry, which um, we will touch base on later. And on the side, my husband and I are into property development. So uh, we've been in the renovating game for quite a number of years and now we basically build new homes or do structural renovations to existing homes. So that's fun. That's my creative side. I love things all design. And Catherine's uh, style and design of house is super cool. Wait until you see the next project. Yes, I'm the sure next one say. is super yeah. exciting. I'm really pumped to see the, Seen the finished product. Mm. Looks real good. Yeah. Cool. So over to me, Christy. Um, I was born in Adelaide in South Australia and my dad at the time, he worked for Westpac. So I've pretty much travelled up the centre of Australia 
and lived in um, Cooper, PD, Alice Springs and Darwin. Some of you are probably wondering Cooper, PD. Yeah, we had an underground house with dirt walls that used to crumble when we had a windstorm. So that was pretty cool. Uh, did it smell of dirt? Um, I was pretty young at or the time, just... so I can't remember like the smell, mm. but... I think I remember mum getting really annoyed with all the dust all ah. the time. And like our bedrooms didn't have windows and stuff. So yeah, it was pretty dark. And, really? Yeah, creepy. And I was going to say, if you've been to Kubapedi, there ain't too much greenery around. So <laughs> a lot of brown and then a brown house. So we spent two years there before moving to Alice Springs and then four years there and then Darwin. Um, where I finished high school and then I made the trek over to Bris Vegas for university Um, that was pretty exciting kind of followed my sister which she wasn't too impressed about Mm -hmm. but um yeah so I did a degree in commerce and international business which at the time I thought was really fun Um, and then I started working at Queensland Police which was cool and the best thing about that was I found my now husband Ivan who um, was actually born in Hong Kong and moved to Australia when he was four so yeah my surname Wong gets a lot of attention it's quite hilarious when I have to spell it and people like pause on the other end of the phone. Hey, Catherine. Yeah, when they can see Christy's not Asian, (laughs) there's a few looks. I've even had actually people say to me, oh, you're not what I was expecting. (laughs) No, no, I'm not Asian, but uh, that's okay. So yeah, fast forward, um, we have identical twin girls who were born premature back in 2016. So that was a pretty rocky journey, but I will get into that at another point because those two little cherubs are now four and they'll be starting school next year so very exciting times in our household Mm, come Um, a long way mm, yeah they definitely have um we're super proud of them and it's uh yeah a very different experience than something I guess no one could ever prepare for and I really love talking about it so I think Mm. uh, yeah in the future you'll hear a lot about my story absolutely and your vision with the premature journey will touch base on that as well. Yeah, and I guess that's a big passion for me. Um, now the girls are older and I have a lot more time, I really want to get out there in the community and share my experience with premature babies and help other parents. And also from a twin perspective as well, life with twins is um, very different to life with a just a single child so a lot of fun we've got lots to share yeah and I guess that sort of brings us to um, why we're here today and how we got here so we met about six or seven years ago working for a senior mining company and we're working in the same team and then Christy went on maternity leave and then I also went on maternity leave. Well timed. Yeah, by accident. And we were approached after a massive or change. Um, Well, Christy was approached to come back with a role, but she only wanted to come back part-time at the time. Just three days at the time. Yeah, and Christy said, well... If I want to come back, I'm only going to work with Kath. So that's the start of our journey, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say that's pretty much how we were led to um, 
job sharing together and yeah it's kind of like the stars aligned at that point we were pregnant at the same time we worked in the same team we worked similar and then we got the opportunity to job share Yeah, and we're still there today um, and we want to share with you the benefits to job sharing. Um, We won't go through that today, but there's just so many benefits to businesses and to to individuals with a work-life balance. Um, But yeah, so I guess moving into when we were in that first year, the things that changed... Yeah. Um, so I was going to say probably something around the job share that's, I guess, we really want to promote as well is for, say, mums or dads out there who want to get back into the workforce but don't really want to work full time but don't really quite know what they want to do. I think job share is a perfect arrangement if you get the right um, job share partner so I guess we all are we could we could talk about this for hours so we'll deep dive into it in another episode but yeah there is so many opportunities for individuals mm. as well and I think at that first year when we came back we were managing a team and the hours were extremely long it was a global team so we had staff in Santiago, Chile, uh, Perth. So there was a lot of time difference. Oh, and Singapore. So the three days, so we both worked three days, Wednesday being our crossover day, and the hours, we we could find ourselves working more than three days a week, but to to 11 o'clock at night, um, up early, etc., and it was starting to impact our family life. I know oh, absolutely. I was starting to be short and take it out on my family. And I guess Christy was doing the same. Oh, we- yeah. I was, um, I would actually say not a nice person to be around. I wasn't yeah. a nice wife. I wasn't a nice mum because all my brain was thinking about was work and not actually um, being a mum and being a wife. And being a better person at the end mm. of the day. And I guess we both we both sat down one one day and we both said, we can't do this anymore to our family. Yeah, and we were like, it's actually not worth it. It's not us. We don't like the person that we are. Um, so then we sort of thought, what else can we do? Mm. What else can we do together? And we... Um, I guess too, we really love the idea of working for ourselves because then we would get that work-life balance and we could, um, yeah, set our own hours and our own boundaries and our own, like, yeah, we could ultimately do whatever we wanted. Mm. So that was a real big driver. So we spent a lot of time, didn't we, doing brainstorming. Hmm, what could we do together? And then... Yeah, after um, a lot of ideas. It's probably, what, 18 months, I think, later? Not quite, yeah. yeah. A bit short where we actually went, right, time to do something. And, um, yeah, we, I guess, decided to go into the look at, I guess, being new mums, we thought, oh, we'll look at, um, you know, where was there gaps and... Yeah, gaps in what... Um, new mums needed sort of thing so we did a lot of research into that 
and both having a project management background we did a business case because we felt that any project without a business case does not succeed truth and that yeah so then reaching out to about 50 small businesses um, none that were competitors that we thought at the time we had one or two responses no actually one just the one yeah one response so that was I guess a little bit of an insight to there's a lot of talk from small businesses about supporting other small businesses but when it comes to giving some advice everyone keeps that to themselves so um and that also brings us to where we are today but then yeah we had an opportunity to buy homely creatures yeah so um at the time i that was the owner of Homely Creatures was actually our only person who responded who, uh, yeah, had the op- – she was selling her business basically and we thought, um, yeah, why not jump at the opportunity because it was already an established business. Um, we were probably going to take us um, one to two years ahead of where we were because we were starting from scratch and we thought, yeah, let's just – it was a risk worth taking and it was making us both super happy thinking about having something that we could do together and something that was for ourselves. So, yeah, we took the plunge, I guess. And it was interesting at the time because neither of us had really no knowledge of running a small business. Um, I'm probably the techie person of the the partnership definitely definitely and Catherine is 100% the creative person of the partnership we like to refer to ourselves as the left and right brain and together we're a whole brain so that's probably been a standard joke and it's true and I think you know we're both keen but there was still some fear the fear of failing which we can talk about it another day but that's everyone's number one fear, fear of failing. And when you think about it, all the wealthy people in the world have failed, but they've learned from that failure. And I felt at the time, if I was doing it by myself, I wouldn't have done it. But we both said, if we do it together, we can back ourselves, we can talk through, you know, difficult, complex situations and get through it. So half the risk and let's do it so we did and absolutely and I think because we had two different we have similar skill sets but also different skill sets or different areas of interest so that really tied that I think we worked really well tying that in together so we could support each Mm. other whilst we had our own areas of focus so I guess yeah leaning into Kath's point being in that partnership gives you that sense of I guess comfort and security almost that you know you're doing it together and if things get hard and tough you've got your mate next to you and you can talk and work through everything so and I don't think we would be where we are today if it had have been one of us because absolutely not there is a lot of work particularly when you don't know what you're doing at first but you know there was probably some tough times but we pushed through and we push each other. We encourage each other. Um, if one of us was having a meltdown, the other one yes. would pick each, pick them up. Yeah, that's right. So you know, a lot of people say 
partnerships or people going into business or friends going into business together is a bad thing, but not for us. I was going to say, I actually had someone say to me, are you sure it's a good idea yes. to go into partnership with your friend? And I said, oh, absolutely, you know, and I wouldn't do it with anyone other than Kat. And I think too, because we worked together, we were, you know, comfortable. We knew how each other yeah. operated. Yeah. Definitely. We had a language. Yeah, we did. We have an eye language. You can't see us, but we, we've got an eye language going on. It's yeah, pretty cool. We can, we can definitely read each other's minds. Um, and I guess that leads us into what our visions are. So with Homely Creatures, we've learned so much that we're like, well, there's going to be other people, other mums, other dads out there that want to start a small build start a small business but don't know what the heck to do and or just do anything in life where you just need that kick up the bum to just do it you know forget the lack of confidence forget the risks um and how to overcome those and and push through because they also forget the money factor yes because I think a lot of people get caught up in, I don't have the funds to do it. And if we're completely honest with you, a lot of what we do, we we actually do some of it for free. Like we don't go out and pay heaps for, I guess, different software and applications, you know. I'm always on the hunt for the best free app because they do pretty much as good as what the paid ones do. So money should never be a factor in stopping you from doing what you really want to do. Yeah, and I think... I don't think that story has really been shared. Like, there's a lot of startup uh, coaches and things like that, but they, there's no one actually saying you can just start tomorrow, and depending on what it is. But and there's no one I don't think that says here's the start and here's the finish and here's everything you need to do in no. between. So that's something we struggled with was being able to go to one person that says these are all the things you need to do to start your business go away and do them yeah so I think that's that we really want to focus on that and helping those people that have no idea what they need to do but really really want to do it and there's a lot of people out there that were like us wanting to work for yourself or you want flexible arrangements where you can work the days you want, um, see the kids at school, attend school concerts or whatever, and, you know, design your life. And around. I was going to say, heck, doesn't everyone want to be able to work for themselves? Do what you want when you want. There are a small portion that don't. But That's true. Yeah, it's um, live your life by design. Is as what we've we've, yeah, mm. we've been taught and that's what we live by now Mm. so with the job sharing part of it we think with the way the world is changing flexible work arrangements are becoming massive around the world you know if you look back five years ago it it was you know starting off where oh people could work from home etc etc but now that removal of the nine to five job that that's so 80s um and now even working four days so people drop dropping back to four days that's that's a new thing um but the job share 
like we kicked that off three years ago and we're with a massive company but we had no support no one sat down with us and said this is how you'll operate so it took us a few months to sort of work out what worked what didn't and we want to share our experiences and our journey and there's so many benefits that people just aren't aware so we want to share that and get more awareness out there because businesses can benefit so much plus employees can be flexible and have a part-time job and there's so many people looking for part-time jobs but people want full-time so if you can combine two people then you've got a full-time role. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess too, in our respect, you've got over a full-time person because we have the handover day on a Wednesday. So I I just think, yeah, we'll talk about it so much more, but the benefits and the output from part-time job share is huge. And too, I know there's huge talk about making a four-day work week too in Australia. I heard on the news the Mm. other day that's becoming a real big thing and a real push. The productivity by reducing the days, it will be enormous. And when you've got happy staff, then your business gains so much just from that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I guess the other thing we want to try and teach people is how they can upskill themselves to be able to job share because you know there's going to be a lot of um, personality clashes um, and there's also the business side of things businesses will be like well how do I hire two part-timers that I've never met how do I implement it how do they operate and that's where we want to come in to help. I was going to say, let's be honest, job share is not about sticking two people together and getting them to do one job. There is so much more to it. And I think that's where people actually get lost in the whole what job sharing means. It's it's not just putting two people into one position and saying, away you go. Mm. We've got so many tips and tricks that we uh, really can't wait to share too. And you know, recently, like we've always received really good um, feedback. At first, people didn't know how to deal with job sharers. So that's also another thing that we would work on is how businesses, like the team within those businesses work with uh, work with job sharers. One of the recent feedbacks that we have received was that even though Christy and I are technically one role, which at first it took a while to educate people. People that we're, get confused. Yeah, that we're one role, is that our output is, I think, the output of 10 people. So that's a, that's a pretty good statement to say. So we know that the output is, is there, so... Yeah, that's just one of the many benefits. Yeah, I I think that's a really... I guess too, when you work part-time or job share, you know you've only got your three days mm. to get your work done. It's not like you go, ah, oh, do it tomorrow because I've got Thursday and Friday by Wednesday. You're like, 
from the get-go for me on a Monday I'm like right I've got my three days I've got to get my work done in those three days so I've set Catherine up for success for the end of the week and vice versa Catherine's like that for me at the end of the week so I guess there's two there's a lot of um thoughts for the people doing job share you know you've got to think about the person that's coming in behind you as well so you need to make sure that you're maximizing your time and maximizing your output and we're not saying that full-timers don't work to their fullest but we've been there we've been a full-timer we know that you can get to friday and you're exhausted and so things do wait until the next week etc so yeah we can say that yeah Um, we're not biased but yeah we can see that we just get so much work done. Yeah, and I guess we can confidently say it, like you said, Catherine, we have been full-timers. Yeah. And I know for me, even on a Thursday, some days I'd be like, oh, you know, I've got still two more days and I've got work to do, but I'll just, you know, you wouldn't push as hard and therefore my productivity, I don't think, was as good as what it is now. Mm. So, And I guess a lot of people were probably thinking how we manage working part-time for a corporate company and also having our homely creatures uh, which is the children's interiors store but ultimately we did sit down and work out how we were going to fit it all in so we get up early some days it's 3 30 in the morning um, but average 4 4 30 we get up and do a few hours before the kids wake so and that really sets us up for success yeah, and I was gonna say, one thing we've been taught is that everybody has the same amount of time in a day. Mm. It's what you make of your time. So um, I'm not a big sleeper inner person. Like I was always getting up early. So me getting up an extra two hours earlier or an hour earlier, doing something that I love is not, not a chore. And I guess, Catherine, you're the same. Mm, I love it. Yeah, same. Totally. And that's our only quiet time without the kids around to do some work. Yeah. And then I guess I think we touched base on this earlier, but um, we want to help give everyone the confidence that they can follow their dreams. So that's probably a bit of a wrap on where we're from, where we've come from and our journey and what you know, all the great stuff to come. Yeah, and our vision and what we're excited about. Mm. So the other thing probably to mention is uh, we do have a funny side and we will be starting up a a short podcast, 10, 15 minutes, um, that will be basically talking mum and parenting I can't swear s-h-i-t so a bit of a humorous thing that everyone can relate to yeah that's going to be hilarious you'll get to see our super funny sides and boy do we have some stories to share absolutely so hold on to your seats and we'll thank you for joining us and we'll chat to you all again soon bye bye